the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program, Baron Wiley. Thank you and welcome to The Word, our Church of the Week program here where every week we would like to remind you that in that thing called the New Testament, in 1 Timothy 5.17, there's a verse that says, Let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. And we think it's so important for you to know what the Lord is doing outside (laughs) the walls of your own church so that the church of San Antonio is all on one accord. And just in case maybe you're not attending a local church, well, here's an idea. Thinking about checking one out? Stick around, especially if you live maybe around the Bernie area. I want to encourage you to keep it right here on KSLR. My name is Baron Wiley, and as this week, a very special week, Valentine's week, I think this is pretty cool. Our church of the week here on The Word is called TLC3, but in this case, TLC stands for The Living Church, and with me today is the pastor of TLC3, it's Carrie Kitchen. Hi, Pastor. How are you, sir? Hi there, Baron. How are you? Doing all right? I'm doing good in the Lord. The well, Lord's doing good in me. I'm doing good in Him. Well, very Wow, well said. <laughs> good, good, good. Now, let's talk about the name real quick here, TLC3. What does that stand for? Obviously, the Living Church. It does, the Living Church. And the three means Together Learning Christ, which is another TLC, and then Together Living Christ, and Together Leading to Christ. So you have Together Learning Christ, Together Living Christ, Together Leading to Christ, to more fully manifest Christ's life and love. So it's it's basically taking the mandate for the church in the New Testament, distilling it down for something that we can continually look at and think, this is what we're about. Mm. You know, we're not just about meeting for the sake of meeting, you know, and just getting together, because any clubhouse could do that. Yes. But we have this and so every time we do anything, we always think in terms of, are we learning Christ? Are we living his life? Because it's not so much living a Christian life, it's living the life of Christ, right? Right. And then we also— Hope of glory, by the way. Right. And then I've been a pastor for a long time, and in my last church, we kind of dropped the ball on mm-hmm. leading others to Christ. I mean, it's not that we weren't evangelizing, and I and I do preach the gospel on Sunday mornings, but— we weren't really making it an intentional thing. So this time, and this this is a new church start yeah. up in Bernie. How, how long? When did you start? We started, this will be coming into our second year in March. Okay. And uh, so together leading to Christ, that is is a big part of what we do. We now outreach, and we get into personal evangelism. Uh, we have a speaker coming in on Wednesday night. He's going to be teaching on personal evangelism. And so we're making sure that that's part of the focus. So we have all three, but there is that goal to more fully manifest Christ, his love, and his life. Two different L's there. We always yeah. couldn't figure out which one we wanted to use, so we just put them both in there. <laughs> TLC squ- squared and TLC. Yeah, that's it. So the, to the it's, second, yeah. it's TLC squared, right? Or, or in this case, TLC three, uh, <laughs> with Christ right in the middle of everything that you're doing. And that's a what a, what a concept there. Huh? It is. It's beautiful. 
I love it. I love it. Now, I said at the beginning here, too, if you're uh, maybe looking for a church in the Bernie area, where exactly uh, are you? Where are you meeting? We're meeting in the Comfort Inn that's kind of off the access road. They're building an access road there right now, but it's right by the HEB there in Bernie. Mm-hmm. So we meet in the conference there, conference room there at about 1030 in the morning. We have praise and worship. It's mainly contemporary, and we do have some hymns sometimes that we mix in. Yeah. And then I preach, and um, we have fellowship time, and it's good. And you show up at 1030? Is that do, what we do? We do. Good, good, good. A little worship. Do the teaching? Are we out in time for the uh, the cowboy game, or how does that absolutely? Work? <laughs> and are, you're out in time to take me to lunch yeah. if you really want to. If you feel the Lord impressing you, where's a good place to go eat in Bernie? Anywhere. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I can get dangerous there too. On your website, uh, and the website is TLC Three Church. Um, oh, I'm sorry, help me out there. TLC Three Church. Wrote it down. Here it is. Got it right over here. TLC Three Church dot com. Uh, and at the top there, it says a friendly Christian church in Bernie, Texas there, too. So you pride yourself on speaking Texas friendly. We are. We are Texas friendly. And we're friendly because I think whoever made the website decided to just put that on there. <laughs> Somebody made <laughs> But actually, I got to tell you, I really am impressed yeah? with how friendly and how loving this body of people yeah. are in this this church fellowship that we have. Not like that last church you had. <laughs> <laughs> last church was wonderful, too. Um, this church is, uh, is just amazing, yeah. the way the people are. It's just amazing. Oh, that's why it's the church. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. Congratulations to you. And, of course, it starts somewhere there, too. Let's go back again to the start. We talked about the name. Do you remember how you got the name, how that got planted in you? Well, it was this thing where we had a burden to plant a new church. And so getting together with with different families, we were wondering what we could name our church that would be what our DNA would be. And so a lot of different new church plants, maybe people don't know, you come up with a mission, a purpose, and a vision. We decided, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to kind of make the name and what we're about to be our mission, purpose, mm, and sure. vision. And so we thought about the living church because I'm very oriented in the life of Christ, Christ of life in me. Mm-hmm. There's various ways to put that. It could be called the spirit-filled life. It could be called many things. But the life of Christ, meaning it's Christianity is not a works-oriented religious— Lest any man boast. Right, that type of thing. <laughs> it's more of let's let Christ work in us and— People often wonder, well, what in the world does that mean, let Christ work? Well, you know what it means not to manifest Jesus, right? This is how I usually explain it to people. Well, that's what it's talking about. It's the opposite of not letting Jesus manifest. In other words, it's more of Jesus and less of Carrie. Mm -hmm. And I understand that when I'm doing that. And so basically we thought, you know, okay, so that's going to be central to the DNA of the name. And then those three things that I listed, the three, we want that to be about what our whole mission, purpose, and vision is all about. You know, what are we about? We're together learning Christ. I do verse-by-verse expository preaching. Mm. It's uh, pretty intensive, but I want it to be more than just intensive, and we're, you know, a bunch of sheep being fed, you know, and you're a bunch of fat sheep sitting in a field, (laughs) you know, and you're not going anywhere. So then we need to live the life of Christ, you know. We need to live what we learn, and we need to live as the Holy Spirit's guiding us, right? Mm. And then we need to tell other people about this beautiful thing called salvation, yeah. because without it, you're lost, and we need to tell people about Jesus, and so that's the TLC3 
the Living Church is all about. Sounds like some meat and potatoes are consumed in Bernie, Texas there, Pastor Kerry. They are. They are. I like it. I love it. I love it. Uh, and then on Wednesday nights you meet there. We meet on Wednesday nights. We typically have more apologetics type meetings yeah. then we have uh it's uh, we had the truth project I love or, it. yeah we'll have special speakers maybe speaking on pro life or pro pro life activity and or defending the veracity of the bible you know and it gives us a chance to get a little more left brain mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. on wednesday nights and then we have also different groups we have what we call our d46 groups which is we divide the people up in the church into uh Dinner for six. Oh, cool. Once a month, have a, one of the hosts. And this has been very popular in our church. Mm-hmm. Everybody really likes it. And they get together and they are, have a chance to fellowship. And so we have a dinner for six. And so then we're, we're actually working on some home groups right now, living church groups. And that's, that's occurring even as we speak. So Excellent, excellent. So if you just joined us, we're talking to Pastor Kerry Kinchin of uh, TLC3, The Living Church. As uh, we just heard the whole story of what the church, uh, how it came to be, and and uh, the inspiration for the name there, they're meeting uh, every Sunday morning at the Comfort Inn uh, in Bernie, Texas. There, and you can learn more uh, at their website. It's uh, TLC Three Church dot com. Uh, but let's go back, you know, before you before this church started there too. Salvation experience as a child. Salvation experience. Well, I'm a military brat. Yeah, was a military brat, and uh, I got saved in Puerto Rico. In a mission church, a mission church to Puerto Ricans cool. outside the base when I was nine years old. Yeah. And so we were there, and my mother had spoken to me about the Lord and my father as I was growing up. But one morning, the pastor gave the message of the gospel and said, you know, if you want to be saved, you need to come up here and give your life to Christ. And I looked at my mom and said, Mom, I believe that. I didn't know how long I'd believed it, but I knew that I did. And I thought, is this something I'm supposed to do? And she says, well, if you want to go up there, do it. So I went up there, and that was when I received Christ. That night I got baptized. Yeah. And from then on, I've been a Christian saved by grace, as we all are who are saved, and uh, went through my military brat days into school and high school. How many and, how many bases did you see in your growing up years there then? Uh over half, over half a dozen. Yeah, yeah. We our average. Puerto Rico. Give me some other points on the map there. Uh, North Carolina, Biloxi, Mississippi. I graduated in Alaska, but I was in my junior year down here at Lackland. Yeah, things like that. Okay. I was up in various military bases ar- around the world. And you stayed in San Antonio, Okinawa. Yeah, when my dad was in the Vietnam War. Oh wow. Yeah. And so you chose to stay in San Antonio because that was the last stop. Or After you- I graduated in Alaska. Uh, which, by the way, I was going to tell you this. I had my wayward days uh-huh. where I uh, really went into a sinful lifestyle. And it was really bad because when I would sin, I would say, Lord, forgive me for what I'm about to do. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then I, I realized that my dad got orders to come down here. I just graduated. So I said, okay, I'm going to go with the family and I'm going to start my life over following the Lord and put all this behind. It was a chance to leave uh, a, a whole world behind. And right. I did. So I found my own church right when we got here. And it was a church where Sammy Tippett yeah. is the pastor. Yes. And great he, friend of the station. He's a wonderful guy. He wrote a book called Fire in Your Heart. Mm. I read it and I was immediately the fire was in my heart. Mm. And I decided I'm this is for me. I'm following you, Lord. And I just knew a couple of verses from my old days in Sunday school 
Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. They mm-hmm. stuck in me. So I thought, that's what I need to do. I didn't know anything else. And so I kept going to church and started growing and stayed here in San Antonio ever since. Yeah, good move. Do you ever go back? Do you, ever, do you have, I don't know, do you, is that all in the past and you never go <laughs> touch base with those folks? That oh, I actually don't know anybody yeah. from my past in military life. That's a yeah. pretty weird and sad thing about being raised in the military. Yeah. I have no hometown, hmm. and I don't, I don't know anybody. Yeah. I've never met them. But San Antonio is home for your kids. San Antonio, actually, in the San Antonio area, we live north of San Antonio. Sure. We are a homeschool family. I have three children. All right. Yeah. Good, good, good. Uh, yeah, I had a friend. They all believe in the Lord. They love the Lord. <laughs> that helps. It does. Congratulations. <laughs> helps dad, I think. <laughs> so um, so when it came to preaching there, I, again, through Sammy Tippett's ministry there, too, did you go to seminary? I went to Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. That's a big one. I went to the over 35... Uh, diploma program. What's that? Uh, when you're over 30, 35, you get a, you you get go a back, fast track? Yeah, they go back to school and they teach you slower so that you, <laughs> <laughs> you can understand. Good. And so my birthday is going to be next month. I don't know if I should say on the air how That's old right. be, but <laughs> Well, you're over 35, right? Oh, I'm way over now. <laughs> this was 20 years ago. Oh, wow. So, Look at you. Mm-hmm. Good move. And uh, and then again, Fort Worth, and then were you living in San Antonio? Went to I went to the Southwestern Baptist Seminary had a um, satellite school here in San oh, Antonio. I so I would go into the school and take what they call intensive classes. Gotcha. And they would fly at that time. They would fly the professors in from Dallas. So wow. That was kind of neat. Uh, most ch- churches uh, teach in a series there. Do you have a theme for this coming uh, season? Right. Well, what I have been preaching is called the G&J series, and okay. what that means is uh, one week I preach out of James, which uh, is a more you-oriented type right. of a sermon, and then the other week is Genesis, G&J. And Genesis, I Jesus and, and God, but yeah, that's Yeah, I good. take a six-day creation view, and I take it strongly, uh-huh. and I teach that, and I preach it, and I, and I try not to be so apologetics-oriented, but you know what? I learn so much stuff about the actuality of a six-day creation that I want people to see it from a science and yeah. a theological uh, basis as well. So I got the G and the J. And so then right now, I took a little sidetrack for another series. It's a from single to spouse kind of a marriage series because of so many different types of issues concerning people with marriage and maybe some singles looking to get married that I sense going on in our environment. So I decided to take this little sidestep and then i'm going to go back to the g and j series in a few weeks excellent that sounds like a, some get more meat and potatoes <laughs> coming out of uh, the tlc the living church with pastor Kerry kinchin if you'd like to learn more about them you can go online very easily to their website it's uh, tlc3churchbernie.com and you can also go to kslr.com uh, and check out our, our Church of the Week page where you'll hear not only this interview, but hear all the great devotionals uh, that Pastor Kerry delivered for us uh, this Valentine's Day week there. So thank you for sharing those with us. That was a lot of fun. You're welcome. Well, thank you very much. Uh, you know what? Before we were uh, started today, we were talking about your dad there. Uh, and your dad has a radio background. He does. My dad worked with uh, Adrian Cronauer. I don't yeah. know if you've heard of him. He was the guy in Good Morning Vietnam. Actually, Robin Williams played the part, but my dad was a radio man in that Vietnam setting of the whole Good Morning Vietnam setting. My dad was a DJ back then, and he DJed with the AFRTS. I think it was called that at the time, and then later turned into AFSYNC. Uh-huh. 
And then you were telling me that uh, there's uh, there's proof of that here at Lackland Air Force Base. Oh, Bay. yes, the microphone that he used. They had those old capsule-shaped yeah. microphones with the carbon tape thing inside. Uh-huh. They they have his microphone in the muse- the new Air Force Museum over on Lackland, so... <laughs> that he used now so in, in a sense there uh he was on a stage if you will uh you know behind a microphone uh, broadcasting there you're sharing the good news is there a line of of, of any pastors or any line of, of of that in your family or are, are you the first actually we found out that there are pastors in the kinchin uh lineage the, uh-huh. some of the first settlers in the united states and that there there are pastors various different denominations actually <laughs> And sure. So, with the uh, with the German heritage there, and Bernie, and and obviously your last name, did they, they come from a from a Catholic background? You think uh, they're Protestant? Protestant, yeah. Protestant uh, from from Luther. There were some Baptist, uh, primitive Baptist. There were, uh, I believe, there was a Methodist even. So they run the whole back and forth with the different denominations too. I think my father had just done um, genealogy research. A few months ago, so that's oh. why I was able to find out that we have actually pastors, but I don't know much about that. Yeah. Other than that's what we have. But your father's still with us. He is still with us. Retired, still with us. He actually worked on the Air Force Museum. He was uh. Uh, on the board of directors, so that may be why his microphone's there. I'm not sure. A little bit, <laughs> a little influence there, huh? Yeah. Well, that's cool. God bless him, and we'll thank him for us for his service to our country, and yeah. uh, and for you for following along and. And him training up a child in the way that he should go there, I guess. Amen to uh, that. Did you have a mentor in your life at the same time when you were going through seminary and, and kind of guiding you? Well, my mentors were mainly, uh, it's interesting that I'm here with KSLR, radio preachers and sure. people like that. I would listen to John MacArthur all the time. He heavily Verse by in, verse. Yeah. Verse by verse. That's what I do. Yeah. And I attribute that to John MacArthur. I thought, when I first discovered that way of preaching, I thought, wow, this really exists. Yeah. And so I would tune in on the way to work and coming home. And I, I guess you could say he was a mentor in a way, yeah. you know. Um, All right. Very good. Very good. I like that there too. Uh, and then how about the, the team that you surround yourself with there at church? Talk about, you know, again, we have some good folks. We have, you know, we consider ourselves still a church plant and, and that's just, it's difficult in terms of having a, the way you label things. Sure. But we have a good team. We have people that love the mission. They love our church. We love each other. The fellowship is, is beautiful, and we get things done. I already have an events coordinator, which mm. is kind of neat. And then we have Dennis, who teaches Wednesday nights. How did you meet Dennis? He's my brother-in-law. Hey. <laughs> Convenient. <laughs> and so that helps, right? Yeah. And we've got already got some guy that's a treasurer of the church. And so, you know, we're building, and but it's a neat that I actually have people to where I'm not doing everything. Yeah, sure. I'm able to work on sermons and able to do counseling and hospital visits and that kind of stuff, and it helps. Uh, so when you're, if you need to be out of the pulpit for a weekend, does, does Dennis fill in? There's or? plenty of people that fill in. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and when you go away, where do you, what do you do for fun? When I go away, where? Oh, <laughs> right now, exactly. I don't go anywhere. I'm with you. <laughs> We're trying to plan on having a a, uh, a getaway for the family you coming need to, in the Pastor, spring. Yeah. Now, I will say this: uh, in next month, the church is having a church campout 
we're going to go up to Garner State Park. And so we've already got half the awesome. church signed up for that. So that's kind of neat. I was baptized in, Garner, in that river there in Garner State Park. Oh, there. I, that's, that's, that's personal cool. for me. That's very, very cool. Hopefully it was the summer. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure it was. It was cool. Uh, and that was an impromptu thing, you know. Everybody was doing it, and I'm like, yeah, I want to sign me up there, too. Oh, that's, that's neat. That's awesome. So maybe something to do for fun hey, while you're there, huh? I'll consider that. It will be April, so I wonder how that'll be. But, yeah, that's yeah, a good the idea. The spirit moves. You just mm-hmm. go, right? Mm-hmm. That's cool. And so uh, uh, you just go for the day as far as— We're going to go up on Thursday, and I'm coming back Saturday, but people are going to be urged to come back Saturday for the church fellowship. But we're also saying, but if you want to stay through Sunday, that's fine with you, you know. Yeah. Uh, as far as other events goes, is there, is there when you said you go out and share the good news with the uh, the evangelism training that you've got going on there too? Are there are there any specific ministries that you partner with, or do you just have a mission just to go out and share? We're part of the uh, SBTC cooperative, uh-huh. so we give to their missions work, and we also work with um, various food organizations. And then this last. Uh, Christmas, we worked with various outside organizations with the uh, YMCA, and um, there was another organization. I can't think of the name of it, but yeah, as, as these things come up, we, we seek to work with other churches and other organizations. That's good. That's good. Hey, again, if you just joined us, I'm talking with Pastor Kerry Kinchin of TLC3, the Living Church, They're located in Bernie, Texas, very easily, right there at the, uh, the Comfort Inn, uh, almost in downtown Bernie, there next to the HEB. And uh, Sunday school starts, or actually this worship service starts at 10.30 every Sunday. And again, they meet on Wednesday night starting at 7 o'clock, right? Is there a number you'd like to give out if someone wanted to call the church? You can call 210-602-8197. That's not your cell phone number, is it? That is the church number. All right, very (laughs) good enough. Good, good, good. That's 210-602-8197, or or again, uh, online at TLC3ChurchBurney.com. Dot com. Uh, talk about Bernie real quick there. Um, does, does the city work with you at all? Do you, do you have any, I don't know, is that a good, of course it's a great community there too. But it, It's a wonderful community. Uh, you were asking me earlier about partnering with other church. Our uh, sponsoring type of church we partner with is the Cowboy Church. Yeah. Pastor Steve Gross, he's a really good friend of mine, neat guy. That's another church I highly recommend people go visit. I mean, the Cowboy Church there is awesome, uh-huh. and Steve is awesome, and uh, he loves the Lord, and uh, he acts like he loves me. <laughs> I know he does. <laughs> he puts up with a lot with me, I will tell you that. And, That's great. But uh, Bernie's a wonderful place. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, in it's that growing town. like crazy. I just heard they're going to drop another hotel in there downtown. Yep, and lots of the property around there is finally being sold, so subdivisions are going to be built. And you know, oh wow, yeah, here we go. Mm-hmm. More traffic. That's right. More traffic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, yeah, and Cowboy Church is Rodeo Month here, and I should have him on next week or something. We'll, you should we'll have on, Steve we'll on. on that. Well, we had Pastor Steve Coker last week. He's got the Cowboy oh, yeah, Church yes. there, and uh, and do you know Steve Coker? I've met him once, but mm-hmm. I don't know him very well in terms of a constant. Well, speaking basis well if you'd like to know him better just go to kslr.com click on our church of the week archive and you'll see that he was on last week (laughs) here on kslr yeah Uh, but yeah there's good good cowboy churches all over Uh, but again we're talking with uh, pastor uh, carrie kinchin uh, with tlc3 the living church here on kslr and our church of the week program Um, pastor let's talk about um, as i was listening to your devotionals here uh, and this whole love series Marriage is very, seems like a very passionate uh, topic for you. It is. 
Why is that? Why is well, why do you want to invest there? I I have a lot of reasons. Uh, one was because of how many marriages in this particular time are on the rocks, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about Christian marriages. And I, as a pastor, I find out about it all the time. That's kind of disturbing. There's a trend there. Also, I have a real burden for getting to a foundation I like to teach, which is God's sovereignty and joining two Christians together. And I see it as a foundation because then that's what I preach from any time I teach concerning marriage. I start with that foundation. So it's it's this idea that, well, I didn't just discover somebody randomly and God's hand's not in there. Mm-hmm. There's that approach that people can take. But it's the uh, it's the understanding God brought me together with my spouse, and he has a reason for this marriage. Mm. I'm a minister in it, and it's a stewardship. And once people that are Christians realize that this is what's going on, it opens their eyes to view their marriage as something different than that thing that maybe has turned from a dream into a nightmare, or it's a rocky road now, and they don't they can't quite understand how to deal with it. Sometimes they just want to run from it. They want to mm. get a divorce or... They just end up on the rocks all the time. But understanding that this is a stewardship and it's their ministry based on the foundation that God has brought you together, it becomes something, not just a neat idea, it's a truth. Mm -hmm. And as a truth, now they can stand on that and even pray to God about it and even figure out, well, what do you want me to do now, God? You gave this stewardship, just like going into a mission field, like in, for example, when William Carey went to the mission field, took him seven years before he saw one person get saved. His wife went insane mm-hmm. right after he got there, probably from amoebas, and she right. was screaming, he had to tie her to a bed, screaming from the distance the first day he baptized that first convert seven years later. He had so many things were problems, but this mission field was God's place he brought him to for his purposes. In other words, the mission field was perfect. Yeah, And I try to explain that the foundation is the marriage is perfect. You are a missionary, or you're a minister, this is a stewardship. So what you do with that perfect foundation is what God wants you to seek him with. So what am I supposed to do with that? Today when I go home to see my wife, what am I supposed to do? You need to thank God for her uh-huh. and say, thank you for this gift. From, and then you thank, Lord, what am I supposed to do biblically in this marriage that you've given to us? What's my role? And, it's, and we need to make it us-focused to bring it to the one-flesh-focus. And what I mean by that is don't look at your wife and say, oh, God, what are you wanting my wife to do? Right. <laughs> make it a you-focus to bring that one-flesh together. What am I to do for this one-flesh unit that you brought together? Pastor, you brought it today. I thank you so much for sharing the Word with us and your encouragement and your wisdom there on marriage. Uh, and I want to thank you for being here today. Uh, on our Church of League program here, too. It's Pastor Kerry Kinchin with TLC3, The Living Church. You can learn more about them online at uh, tlc3churchburney.com as they're located uh, right there in Bernie, Texas, right off of I-10, meeting every Sunday at the Comfort Inn. And if you'd like to call the church, the number is 210-602-8197. And Pastor, God bless you. Well, thank you. Thank Thank you for for having me here. (laughs) Oh, it's my honor. And again, I thank you, and I thank you for listening uh, to AM630, The Word. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.